Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And we'll be back in just a few when it's over. Thanks for tuning in.
aren't that many cowboys these days. Not real ones like This is Hunhurtu from Tua. You're listening to WCBN FM and Arbor. So, but a lot, of, a lot of the policies that, that have taken and, and been enacted, though, a lot of times, though, have been uh, basically to save the taxpayers of Michigan uh, money. Basically, though, is that is that is that correct? No, to help people. Help. Think anybody slipped through the cracks in this, though? I mean, do you no, think- I don't. Well, no, it's hard. I mean, these families, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, it's not easy being on welfare either. Yes. yes, yes. I'm up with mom, and mom and dad are going through here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through that. Mm-hmm. I better study. Mm-hmm. I better not get pregnant. Yeah, I'm not making my own pregnancy. Yeah. I better. You know, I better mind my business here, and I better, I better work hard. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing is a uh, a system today that's just helping a lot more people. And the professionals in the field mm-hmm. are are really rejoicing over their ability to help more folks. John Engler, and you're listening to WCBN FM. Hello. One more time. Yeah. If he treated his own children like he treats the children of this state, mm-hmm. he'd be in jail for child abuse. That's right. One more time. This is Governor John Engler. You're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Holy moly. Welcome back. You know what today is? No. Oh, it's it's October 10th. It is October 10th. It's 1010. And which is, oh, a friend of mine, Janet's birthday. Happy birthday, Janet. Oh, Thanks for Janet. reminding me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you know that today is also Happy National Coming Out Day Eve? <gasps> I did not it's know it was the National Eve. Coming Out Day Fairy <laughs> comes down everyone's closet chimney and leaves presents when in Prada bags. Wow! I know. It's a very... It's you know, I've been waiting for my Birkenstocks and my flannel shirts and things like this. So, Ooh, absolutely. You rough, know. Rough. Uh, I, well, you know. No, but tomorrow is National Coming Out Day and we are so happy to celebrate here with you. Absolutely. Uh, on WCBN FM and our own closets are for clothes. <laughs> very good. Yes. Very good. We are very happy to be here on this National Coming Out Day. Eve. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Wow. So did you like, uh, you know, come out to anybody recently or? 
I came out to my dog. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think because he lives so close to you mm-hmm. that he would already it's kind of... It's always hard to come out to the ones that you live with. And they always justify it. You they know, do. they never really know. They always kind of like always think, oh, no, it couldn't be that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they always figure mm-hmm. out it was something else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, but it went all right. What about you? Come out to anyone lately? Absolutely not. I stayed in the closet. <laughs> 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 you know, and whatever they don't know, I don't need to tell them That's everything. Right. So, you know, um, so it's National Coming Out Week. And there's been a lot of really awesome events going on around oh campus. Oh my gosh! Both EMU and U of M. Absolutely. And um, at U of M, we had a rally on Monday. <gasps> really? How and did that rally go? It was beautiful. It was Good. beautiful. We have a really large um, LGBT flag, gay flag. That's um, nice. Yeah, it's huge. It's uh, we um, borrowed it from Keith and Martin, our friends at the Opera. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And um, so we went out there and. There's this preacher. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Supporting the cause. Right. You know, saying no. how wonderful things are. And the shirt said, um, epithet for gay goes to hell. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, wow. It was intense. It was good. So, so. So, did he, we have, is this a person that, like, is from a. Um, no, I think he's Midwest a touring state? attraction. I think he's a touring <laughs> attraction. And, and it said, like, um, sinners, blah, 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 and listed all the things, like, that wow. what happens that makes you, like, all the sins you commit to go to hell. Wow. And I'm, I was eight for 10. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Last year I was six for 10. So well, knowing the vir- next vir- year, ten for ten. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you'll, you'll hopefully break that virginity. Don't call it. Because- <laughs> That's right. That's right. I keep trading them. So. Exactly. <laughs> no, but and it ended up being a really good rally. Like a lot of positive energy. A lot of really awesome coming out stories were told. Fantastic. People walked through that door and said, "I am out. I am queer. I am LGBT. Wow. I'm an ally. I am single. Like oh, oh, coming out wow. in all their identities." So it was Holy great. Holy moly. That's awesome. And we need something like that right now. You know, we're talking a lot about ENDA and we're talking a lot about um, a lot of of discrimination and rights to marry. So we need, we need good stories. Absolutely. We certainly do. We need some really, you know, heartwarming and, and, and like, you know, it can be done, Mm -hmm. you know, even though it is a process, it really can be done. It is. It can be done. Um, And you can get through it to the other side, you know, Mm -hmm. and the other thing too is that, you know, I'm also, you know, I'm also kind of, these are times that I also kind of wonder about the folks who don't know they're not alone mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I've been kind of listening to some stories and and how they really felt that they were the only ones that had this issue and that's really the point of National Coming Out Day right yes. we've got to be out and open all of our identities so people can see that it is possible and it happens often that people who are out live happy full lives absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. and, I, and from my understanding is that they actually they actually um are healthier i mean physically mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um because they're not dealing with all the stress of being in the closet and being found out and mm-hmm, exactly and living that double life exactly. you know so yeah wow so dan i encourage you to come out of that closet oh but Dan, but gabe i'm not sure if i can you know i know it's a walk-in and i know it has one of those closets that <sighs> rotates someone <Exactly>. demands <laughs> oh that's all another issue Ugh. absolutely speaking of rotating closets or rotating doors oh this will be good what oh my gosh <laughs> I feel I'm like I'm actually shocked with all these Republican politicians. Uh-huh. I mean, did you hear about the one in Florida that apparently um let me I feel like Rush Limbaugh. 
<laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that would make me. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> but, like, Representative Allen denies he um, he used his position. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. Apparently, he was uh, being quite suggestive to a, um, a soliciting sex to an undercover police officer. Really? What did he suggest? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> I would have said yes, but, you know, he didn't ask me. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, so there was that one. And uh-huh. then there's, of course, we already know about Mr. Craig. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's also... Did you know that they're putting Larry Craig in the Idaho... Yes! Hall, Hall of, of Fame! Fame. <laughs> they are scraping. So I saw this thing where there was this thing where all these Idaho senators or political leaders can submit recipes to a, a, a cookbook. And Larry Craig's recipe... Don't. Yeah, yeah, it 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 involved taking a potato and shoving a hot dog in it. <laughs> no way! And then baking it. Oh, you, you're making this up. I sw- I swear. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking on the internet you tonight. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you would put in. I, I don't know what you'll get if you type in Larry Craig uh, hot dog hot dog in potato. <laughs> but I cannot make this up. So he submitted this recipe. I have yet to try it. Absolutely. I just bought some potatoes I yesterday. Just... <laughs> so I'm going to have to find some hot dogs now. So, yeah. Oh I don't know gosh. if it's called like the airport special yeah. or, <laughs> or what, but it is a real life recipe. Wow. I know. Holy moly. So. Man, exactly. I mean. He's just so easy to make fun of. Oh, you know, and you know what? I think... We shouldn't make fun of a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that that's, that's exactly. And I think so. I didn't really, even if he just came out as bisexual, I mean, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and also this other guy, you know, Dafada that's from Louisiana. I mean, he did the exact same thing that Larry Craig did. Mm. But because he wasn't arrested, he said he did nothing wrong. Uh, mm-hmm, sure. mm-hmm. So, yeah, and there's a couple things that are going on for me. One is. Like, yeah, they, they maybe they need to kind of be more comfortable with themselves or sexual identity, kind of mm-hmm, get in touch with that mm-hmm, part. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the media is kind of revealing all the gay secrets. Oh, like? Well, like, for instance, what we do in the bathrooms. I mean, and what the code is. Oh, stop. You know, I mean, what's up with that? I can think of better gay secrets than that. Well, that's true, but I'm not going to tell those on the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I think, you know, aside from the secrets thing, I think it does start to shed light on this whole, you know the bag up mm-hmm. yes we talked uh-huh. about that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah exactly and i think that that's i mean i would just really i mean i feel I, and i just really hope to like encourage those guys to kind of like kind of get in touch with it i mean they're going to be okay i mean apparently larry that's craig right. is going to be staying in office so much to sh- the chagrin of his republican colleagues uh, thank you very much mm-hmm. my thing is is that you know what if he was doing a good job besides trying to pass anti-gay legislation but if he was doing a good job for his state I mean, why kick him out just because he, you know, did these things in the bathroom? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean. So I know Larry Keg is listening. So he come out, just come out. Larry. Absolutely, absolutely. And make us some of those potato wieners. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I even so, know what to do. I know. I know. <laughs> out, I swear. I can't. I, I promise you, I'm not. Oh, oh faithful word. listeners, I promise you that I'm not making it up. <laughs> I'm a truth teller. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. But that is fantastic. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow. So yes. Yeah, so <laughs> and, you know, definitely, it's always a a interesting uh, situation with uh, coming out stories. So holy moly. Yeah, and I think that you know later on this month we'll be hearing some more coming out stories. Yeah, I'm, and I'm hoping that there's enough of an interest of folks that uh, you know maybe we can play some you know maybe throughout the year. But I'm just mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. our goal is just this month, so not to uh, put that out there to. That's right. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. One last story. Okay. So I'm driving to work Tuesday morning. Uh-huh. And I, I was getting off of US-23 and, and going on to, on to Washtenaw, heading toward Carpenter, heading right, toward Ypsilanti. Right. Okay. And I look to the left. Now, you know about the Hogback Hotel, right? Okay. No. You know about the jail that's at, ho- at yes, Carpenter? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Oh, see, street term, street cred is like, uh, uh, you know, Hogback, Hogback Hotel. Hotel. So <laughs> nice. um, just, uh, just to kind of get you up to how cool I am. Please. And, you said yeah. Hogback Hotel, and I'm like, do they do hourly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um and so I see this guy at the bus stop I'm um, right in front of the um thing in an orange outfit. <laughs> and I'm like Buddy, I know that's how they was. caught you the first time. I know who it was. Oh, you do? It was the Halloween. It was the was it? No, oh, no. no. Seriously, this guy was sitting there, kind of thing or whatever. And I would just sit there, like, oh my god, run, run! Don't sit there at the bus station. Run! You got out. I mean, this is how they caught you the first time. No. So as I go across Carpenter, I realize he's just wearing a, like a, like a sweat outfit that's oh like it's more of a burnt orange than a bright orange. Whoops. And yeah. So that's funny. I thought you were talking about because you know right around that area there I saw someone standing in the median with a bright orange jumpsuit and someone standing next to him with fairy wings and I'm like what is going on <laughs> and they were they were advertising a Halloween store I'm like wow I am going over there today <laughs> I'm like that's that's wow that's borderline awesome scary exactly so. holy moly oh <laughs> so you know, life could be so interesting around it this can time. Be. It you can know, be. exactly. Holy moly! So we have some guests in the studio. Tonight. We do. Exactly. We are so excited. Exactly. Um, we have the band um, Falls Fall- Way Downs. Thank you very much. Falls Way Downs um, with Jay and Jess. Hello. Hi. Hey. hey. <laughs> so how did um so um how did you guys like um get together how did you guys figure this as out? a band as a band i'll tell this story all right so uh jess and i played well there's two jesses okay uh, by the way uh we were played soccer together when we were kids and uh when we were like eight years old we had our first band together when we were about 12 13 years nice old. wow and i came out to my good friend jay here uh when i was 13 and she stopped talking to me for about <gasps> six years or so how did you deal now, with that uh, I didn't really know that was the reason. Oh. You know, we just kind of grew apart. We were both getting older, whatever. Was that the reason that you would come out? Jay? That- yeah, I, I, I kind of live with uh, parents who are very Bible Belt type uh. stuff. They've loosened up a little bit in the, in the recent years, but yeah, that was totally the reason. Gotcha. So, um, when we, uh, she called me about six years later when I was 19 and she was 20 and, uh, she's like, hey, I'm, you know, living with my girlfriend at the time and I'm like... I didn't even know what to say. You know, I was like completely shocked, but I was like, "That's cool, that's cool." You know, and we've t- we've talked after that, you know, of course, and about it, and uh, you know, no hard feelings, whatever. I knew uh-huh. it was, you know, it was then we both grew up a lot, and then we just started playing together again, and um, 
kind of started off as just a fun project. We weren't even really taking it seriously. And no, it just, not at all. We found that we really had a knack for writing with each other, both musically and lyrically. And so we were like, hey, let's let's just give it a shot. Let's uh, let's wow. have some fun. Awesome. So so Jesse on guitar and Jay on drums. Mm-hmm. So it, when you had your first band, like when you were 12 or whatever, did you always play... Um, the instruments that you play now like did you play like a casio keyboard or a keytar <laughs> no, no? Uh, i'm I, on the radio <laughs> i played um i played uh, guitar and just played drums um and uh we had a bassist at the time my good friend chelsea um and that's the way we did it now you know wow. the two of us we we definitely make it work now. So can I back up just a little bit so both of you came both of you came out so what was it like for you to come out or how how did you make the decision to come out uh well me uh it was very easy uh, i guess i mean as easy as it could have been um i've known ever since i was a kid i mean it just something was i just knew um and it was just very easy for me i was 13 when i came out to my parents mm. and uh they were and how did your parents handle you telling them that you're a musician <laughs> <laughs> You fooled me. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that that was fine. That was fine. Uh, yeah, I stayed in school, so I suppose I didn't, you know, drop you out go. because there of it. Go. So there you go. Anyway, yeah. continue, continue. No, so. they were they were cool about it. Um, definitely, uh, they definitely got better as we got older. Uh, you know, I mean, it became more comfortable. I started having relationships, and my parents they couldn't be more supportive than they are now. My entire wow. f- family. Yeah. Wow. And so they were immediately like, okay, we just got to figure out what this means or what this, I think my mom was more of like, okay, this is a phase. And my dad was like, well, you know, whatever, that's cool. Um, okay. but then, you know, my mom definitely, you know, I think she was more afraid for my life, my, you know, okay. myself, mm-hmm. she wasn't, you know, mad that I was, that I, okay. you know, was gay or whatever. And what kind of like what like we mean for your life? Like she was worried about bashing or yeah, AIDS yeah. Or? She was worried. No, she was worried. I think about the bashing and you know me possibly getting beat up and you know Got she it. was just worried about the normal parent things. But now she thought it was like more enhanced because of you know, that I was gay. So. Wow. How about you, Jay? Um, I came out because I slept with my best friend. And I figured it was about time to come out. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Like, not, not me. Not yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's clarify. My my best friend from when I was in high school. Got and uh, yeah, basically, I um I was around eighteen. I just graduated high school, so I came out, and uh, my parents proceeded to kick me out of the house. Mm. And so I moved in with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, things have definitely cooled down now. It was kind of one of those things where I was. I don't want to say necessarily at fault because they certainly shouldn't kick me out under the circumstances. But, you know, I was going through my teen rebellious phase, obviously trying to find myself and whatever. So, um, but I mean, we're pretty cool now. You know, they still have their, their peccadillos about it. But I mean, for the most part, we get along and I still go over there and I'm invited over for the family dinners and vacations and all that good stuff. So it's cool now. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, when did you figure out, like, when you, what did the the being sleeping with your best friend, was it like a surprise by both of you or? Kind of, I guess. I mean, we just kind of slept together, and it was one of those drunken nights sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm, So, I mean, mm -hmm. it wasn't really. I guess it was. It's. I'm sure everybody says this, but I, you know, it's kind of one of those situations where I always knew. And looking back, I can see what you know. You Uh, know. So I used to like check out girls, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's normal," you know. So. uh uh Right. um, Right. But. You know, it's just one of those things where I just couldn't come to terms with it. And I really do think a lot of it had to do with the house that I was in. It's an Italian Catholic family, so it's real, real hardcore, you know, which is fine. And uh, it's just, it wasn't something that was allowed to be on the table. So I just kind of strayed away from it. And that's why it probably took me so long to, to come out. So it was a surprise to you even the next morning then? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, d- absolutely. And and even. <laughs> well, no. Sometimes it's like, oh no, no I was no, playing the whole time. Yeah. No, really. And like uh-huh. it took probably six months after that before I actually even came out. I was kind of I was hanging out with some friends of mine who I knew were more gay, uh-huh. and um, you know, just kind of hanging out with them and seeing how comfortable and happy they were in their life and the fact that they could come out and one of them didn't really talk to their parents about it, but the other one was really cool. So I'm like, well, it could probably go either way. It's probably going to go the bad way, but you know what? Whatever. I'm 18 and. So this is what's going to happen, and so that's just the step I took. Wow, such great stories, and I think so, you know, familiar to us, uh, you know, as people who are LGBT, but also it's really interesting to hear the unique things that, yeah. you know, I really resonate with, like, my family's Catholic, too, mm. so, so, uh, but I didn't sleep with my best friend. Right. Like, Step with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you think that these stories, your experiences, that you, you take them with you when you write songs, or... To be honest, I don't think we've ever written anything necessarily about coming out or being gay or anything. It's just kind of substandard. It's it's just kind of one of those things that we just, I don't know. It's kind of like telling people I'm Italian or kind of like telling somebody telling, you know, I have a piercing. You know, it's just not, it's not something that we identify ourselves necessarily as being like as the whole person. So for us, writing songs is more about what we love and what we love is women. So that's pretty much what we write ah. about. And we're, you know, we definitely consider ourselves a band who just happened to be lesbians, not, you know, a lesbian band necessarily, you know. Um, we don't really like to put the, the label on it, but, you know. Uh-huh. We, we do a lot of like different events, you know, for the LGBT community and stuff. Well. Gotcha. So I think your first song is going to be um, Attempted. And <clears throat> so um, we're going to do a quick little move around here. Um, and um, and being there, their first song, Attempted. Uh, and um, we'll, I, I'm curious on, on what this is about. Well, we'll find that out at the end. Or on the however you want to introduce it uh, i can introduce it real quick um basically this is probably the first song that we wrote when we uh you know started writing songs again and um at the time i was with somebody and i kind of liked her best friend so uh <laughs> this is about kind of being tempted and you know it was just yeah tempting tempting <laughs> yes all right ready Thank you. 
That was the song Tempted. Tempted. Um, with um, And we're here in studio, live in studio with Falls Way Downs. Yes, exactly. Justin Jay from Falls Way Down. That was that was great. You know, uh, it sounds like, you know, you're always trying, when you, you talk to music, talk about music to other people, you always say, oh, they sound just like, oh, they sound just like. So what were some of your musical influences? Like who really was <laughs> like, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really, I really dig this. Or... You know, it really all depends on what we're listening to on the way over here. Uh, what we're listening to before we start practicing. I mean, you know, sometimes we'll go a couple months without practicing at all. And, you know, Jay will get a new CD or I'll get a new CD. And I'm like, you got to hear this song. This is really cool. I'd like to try something like this. And, you know, both of us do that. So it's whatever we're inspired by at the time. It could be anything, anything you know, at all. I think that in, uh, in appreciation for uh, coming out, Eve, we should come out as Hanson fans. <laughs> we will say it. We will say it. Fabulous. Yes. I will come out with you. <laughs> as Hanson fans. So, well, because, and let me, um, it's probably not for the reasons that you all are thinking, people. 
But I, I really admire them because they're off-label and they produce their own stuff, right? And they're really true to their sound. I think developed a lot. Yeah, yeah. I really like to hear, we both like to hear the changes that they've made. I mean, just any sort of band who just goes from what they were to what they are now, it's like, you know, we kind of think of ourselves as that garage band, you know, when we were kids. Like, look at how far we've come now with our writing and our playing and everything else. And I think we just really complement each other, you know, really well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So with, with Tempted, so what comes first? Like, do you get the feeling and the need to... Well, let me back up. So what, one of the things that what the, your answer you just gave, so what um, What makes you choose a CD? I don't... I just word of mouth. I mean, just like anybody else, I guess, would choose a CD. We do have our favorite bands. Like, we both grew up listening to, like, Green Day and a lot of the old classics, like Kansas Sticks, Foreigner, Journey, all of that old stuff. <gasps> Journey! Yeah. I mean, we're all, like, big, big fans. Our dads were, hard, were hardcore 80s rock band type guys. And gotcha. so we grew up with an appreciation for all types of music. So it's just kind of... You pull from whatever you you know you like, and so would you consider out. those your your musical influences then? To an extent, I mean, honestly, I've noticed, especially with the way we've been writing songs lately, like I can tell what song we were listening to in this in the car on the way to like say my parents' house to practice or something. I can <coughs> totally tell because it influences what we were playing at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, do you, so then you when you get together to practice, is that when you create your music? Well, something like a song like Tempted, I mean, it's something that I, I think I started even just playing the music on my own, you know, because it's not like she can carry the drum set around. So I always have the guitar with me, you know, at my house and I'll come back with, I'm like, dude, check this out. I've been writing this. And she'll just say like, wow, I really like that. And then it's just kind of whatever we start jamming to in her basement. I mean, it's, you know, it's really all dependent on, she can start playing a beat and then I could go with that. I mean, we've done songs both ways. Sometimes we start with a word or, or um, a concept. Text messaging is a wonderful thing because we'll text message each other things. If it has a question mark at the end of the statement, I know it's a concept. And if it has a period, I know it's a line and, you know, kind of vice versa. And we take those text messages and sometimes we just put them together and, huh. you know, we just kind of know what each other's thinking. And very we know cool. that actually is the be- one of the That's better answers we've ever cool. heard. So- we actually have a song that we wrote like strictly from we just took lines that we have thought of and, and sent back and forth to each other on text messages or things like that and we have another an entire song where we literally just went line by line and for whatever reason it just flowed really really great unfortunately we're not tuned to it today so we won't be able to play it but um you know it's awesome it's well that's really something cool. we can look forward way. to yeah, yeah to... that's the second cd <laughs> <laughs> we're still waiting on the first one so <laughs> so you mentioned earlier about you know not not wanting to box yourself into this lesbian rock star, lesbian singer-songwriter, lesbian band, right? Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself, though, getting compared to, oh, Melissa Etheridge, Andy DeFranco, or no. you know, Melissa Ferrick? Yeah, or... not at all. I mean, we don't really... We listen to mostly Melissa Etheridge out of any any lesbian artist, I guess, but it's not... I started listening to her before she even came out, you know, and it's... Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I just I don't feel like we base our music around that i mean there's a lot of really great lesbian and gay influences out there but we just try to do our own thing and whoever wants us to play at whatever event it is you know we we want to do it if we played at motor city pride we played at lesbo palooza and you know and that was really 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 awesome that we got a chance to do that we've also done other things like we did the hpv benefit and we also did a breast cancer benefit and so we've done different things it's not like we won't go for a specific genre of benefit i guess the point was like we don't play something specific because of what the genre that it fits in it's because we are passionate about what it's about like hpv or like breast cancer and things like that gotcha so if i said you sound just like bet bet you would be insulted 
you know, oh, you should have seen whatever. their faces, people. Whatever, they were like, <laughs> Who said Midler? In my head, I'm like, it's just an opinion. It's, yeah. just an opinion. it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's nothing to cry about. That's right. Exactly. No, I was just playing with you there. Um, so, so wow. So, okay. So, um, so you, wow. You just, I'm just amazed with the way you use the technology to be able to, um, to do the text messaging and you know, and using creating those mm-hmm. songs. So, and you said you carry the guitar with you. Now, I saw on the website that Jay, you do not only use the drums. So you have another musical instrument that you could carry with you. Uh, that would be an accordion. She plays an <laughs> oh, accordion. Oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> Where is it? Where is your sweets box? Well, uh, it depends how much drinking was involved oh. and who's there. Do you also have a sequined vest and a monkey? <laughs> there we go. Uh, you know what? It was one of those things when I was a kid that my dad, my parents forced me to do. He had been forced to do it when he was a kid. And his he comes from a really big family and him and his brothers had a band. They never really did anything, but they were, you know, they played like the 80s rock stuff. And so I grew on up. On accordion? No, 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 no. Like he played keyboards. Oh. and. <laughs> That was unclear. Yeah, that I'm like, what would carry on my way with some <laughs> sound like from an accordion? I mean, I'll try anything twice. So. Exactly the song I was thinking of, too. That's really funny. You know, I mean, we both grew up with musical instruments. Design was just, you know, it was one of those things that I hated when I was a kid. Because, you know, there is that stereotype of the, the sequin vest and the monkey. Or, like, at that time, it was, like, C-Virgo, you know. And so, Ugh. but now that I have done it, like, it taught me so much. And I'm able to play so many different instruments now. Like, keyboards, like, the, the accordion. And you can't forget the Rainmaker and the Slinky the on Rainmaker the CD. The Rainmaker and the Absolutely. Slinky on the CD. So, so does important. the accordion make an appearance in any of the songs? No, because we haven't really ventured down that road. We were pray- We played pretty conservatively on this album. I think we just kind of we wanted to feel each other out we really wanted to to just try and do a different couple different things neither of us had really written in quite a while jay here used to just used to do um open mics on a regular basis so she was constantly writing and it's one of those situations where you go through different points in your life and you know you just stop writing or you lose the drive or whatever and so when we got back together we just kind of <coughs> lit a fire in each other and i mean like she said you know we'll text message each other and the the process is like it's kind of funny the way we do it because she'll say a line. I was like, well, why? Why does that Why does that fit here? Like, where did that yeah. come from? What were you thinking when you said that? We try and, like, really dissect each other's minds. Every line that we have in any one of, each and every one of our songs was carefully placed there for a reason. Oh. And, you know, we'll look at each other and she'll be like, well, do you like that line or do you think that we're settling? And I look at her and I'm like... I think I'm settling with that. I don't. I don't really like it. I could deal with it, but I don't. I don't really necessarily like it. And so. and so you know, I think Gabe. I think she's uh, Jay is actually saving the accordion for a solo album. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. is that you what know, you're yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jay money on polka. It's going to be. I am. I'm intrigued. I'm not going to lie. I'm running through my favorite Journey songs. <laughs> And thinking. You know what? Honestly, my dad is an amazing, amazing accordion player, and he can actually play that stuff on his accordion. I swear to you. He is just, he can pretty much play anything. Prove it. Prove it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Excellent. So how about we hear another song? Sure, sure. I think you're going to play Red Dress. Red Dress, right? Yes. Um, now, now that this is going on the with the red sequin, uh, yeah, uh, the, the monkey outfit, right? Or, uh, so, that, that must have been their inspiration, right? Absolutely. Perhaps. <laughs> so you are listening to Closets for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and we're here live in studio with False Ways Downs, and this is Red Dress. All right, ready. 
what the inspiration was 
They what? saw me a couple weekends ago. I had this really cute outfit on, <laughs> and um, the red dress, the red dress, absolutely. Because so, I never looked so. I did look pretty awesome that weekend. You know what I really liked about that song? I like the song yes. in general. <laughs> well, good, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um. So the drum work is was way different than the first. So so. I have a friend who is a drummer, and he's constantly like tapping his fingers on the table and tapping his fingers. Yes, on. it's true. She does it all the time. So yes. he's constantly tap, tap, tap. But tap, to my tap, defense, tapping. I'm very good with my hands. Thank you. Oh. Okay. And next week on Closet Circle, <laughs> I'm glad I wouldn't know. I'm glad. No. Just clarify, for listeners. Clarify. So, so how do you how do you find yourself, you know, giving the songs voice via the drums? Like, how do you write for the drum part? I marched uh, drumline for like three years oh. and I did a line of uh, indoor drum line as well so four total and um, I've been drumming since like the fifth grade I guess you'd say so I was one of the band geeks in addition to having the accordion I was also a band geek oh and, you were set uh, for success I know That's right, right. <laughs> and a lesbian you were a winner I know <laughs> I was like oh for three but I just a lot of my inspiration is probably from the drum line different cadences different things that I remember playing in, in drum line and stuff there's different things that I'll say I'll get stuck in my head and I'll be like, Jay, check this out, you know, and she'll, she'll listen to it. She'll be like, wait, I think I have something for that, you know, and I'll, she'll start strumming something on the guitar and we'll be like, all right, that works. And so we just go from there. And so I give a lot of the credit to, uh, to my old drum line at, uh, over at Lakeland high school. So it's just, you know, that's probably where most of the inspiration that's came fascinating. from. fascinating. Cause you know, you never know like with, like with drum, cause I can under- totally understand like guitar and piano and accordion. There is yeah. those notes, you know, there are notes, you know, that, but how, but with drums, it's like, you don't get notes, you get dashes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, how do you know to do a very more, mar- like a, a very more, you know, marching strong song versus a very or strong beat or versus like more soft, you know, and, and. Well, sometimes it comes from what she plays, too. I mean, it, it works both ways. Like she was saying, you know, sometimes I have a beat and sometimes she has something that she's playing on the guitar. Like Tempted, I totally came up with that drum part based on what she was strumming on the guitar. The drum roll part in Red Dress was something that is just I was just tapping one day, just messing around. She's trying to tune and I'm being obnoxious because I'm a drummer and that's just what I do. And <laughs> she's like, wait, wait, wait. And I was like, I know, I have to stop. She's like, no, 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 keep doing that. I got something. So, you know, it just it's like oh, one of those wow. accidental things. So. So this is really organic for the two of you. I mean, because you, you use um, text messages. lesbians. Everything's organic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm going to get letters, aren't I? I tell you. I'll tell you. We've been trying to get people to write in. You just helped us. <laughs> All right, then I'll clarify. I'm not wearing a flannel or Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the car. So it's... <laughs> you know, you're right. Yeah. I drive a truck. What else? I lose. I lose. <laughs> So, but this is very organic because it sounds like like text matching. What, what if it, like if you come up with the lyrics first, or or if you come up with the 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 drum and then you come up with the 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 company guitar or vice versa? You have a guitar, you have so it seems like you guys really do like just. I don't I don't I don't seem to hear them as as it's a true rehearsal. It's really more than what I consider a rehearsal. It's like okay, let's just go over that song and perfect it a little bit more. It's really like a writing session. It's really yeah. so that CD so the CD that's coming out next weekend, you guys it sounds or gal, sorry. Um you um that it it really sounds like this was really a, pro- a really a process yeah. and 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 putting that CD together. Yeah, it was a two year process, and I mean, we basically since we started writing, you know, we we had our first show October fourteenth, uh, two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand two thousand five, and um, you know, since then we've basically been recording, and it's been a two year process. So the cool thing is what Jay said earlier. You know, it's very simple. The CD is very very simple, and there's not a lot to it, and it 
you know, what you see is, or what you hear is what you get, basically. I mean, that's right. that's us. There's no, you know, right. which is really, really cool. That is, yeah. I mean, what it, and wow, and how that, and so, okay, so now that leaves me to kind of like, because it's so natural, it, how, how did you reunite again? What? How did that happen? Reunited because it seems like it was kind of like a not not destiny as a. <laughs> you are really on tonight. Um, but not like a, like destiny as an oh you'll be partners you know, but more of like you'll be musicians. And how did that? She uh, after we first started talking again, we just made a date to kind of hang out and do like a double date kind of thing, and then I pulled out my guitar. Um, and I played, and she really dug what I was doing, and I hadn't seen her family for e- in forever. So I went out to her parents' house like a couple weeks later, and she's like, "Look, I haven't really played my drum set in a while, but if you want to come downstairs, you know, we can, you know, s- just start jamming or whatever." And so that's what we did, and we were both very timid at first, you know, to do that. But then it just like we just kind of started, you know, writing from from there. So. That is great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's gonna make a great section of behind the music. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Goodness. And um, so now one of the things that also fascinates me is like, why do folks choose drums or why do they choose guitar? Like one of the things just before the show, she was really excited. Um, She kind of slipped and said, uh, oh, my gosh, this is the first venue I've been able to play this guitar like this or whatever. Or like like she was really proud of the the guitar. And so I'm kind of curious, like, how did you choose guitar versus, you Uh. know? Well, I grew up playing clarinet, <laughs> and uh, then, you know... And you didn't stick with it? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when I had my, like, fr- the first band or whatever, you know, it was me and my friend uh, Chelsea at the time, and I'm like, I'm going to play drums, and I know what in the world I was doing, and she started taking guitar lessons. Well, then I kind of took the guitar from her uh, a little bit, and she would, like, teach me what she had learned, and then eventually I just became, I guess, you know, good at it, and she started playing the bass, which was really cool. Um, so I just kind of, someone told me, she's like, they're like, you know, you don't look like a drummer. Why would you want to play drums? You look more like a guitarist. So that kind of stuck in my head. It was just, you know, that one day in seventh grade when someone said that to me and I'm like, well, I could try that. So it, that's just, it, everybody wants to know how to play an instrument, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it was just something that I, I learned and I really, really enjoy. And, well, can I back up for a second? That, um, and why did, and this is more like, what type of guitar are you playing? Is it like an electric or is it a, I don't it's, know what. It's an acoustic. Um, actually, I just, I just bought it recently. It's, okay. uh, it's an acoustic guitar. I know it kind of looks like an electric. I also play an ovation, which I love. So like, what's the difference? Like, I don't know about guitar. So why acoustic <laughs> appeals you to this. you? I don't know what notes I'm playing. I don't know what I'm doing. I just play and I know it sounds good. And that's how I I, I go, you know, play by ear, and oh, that's wow. how I do it. I and that would fit, you. organic, Absolutely. Right? It's, you know, Absolutely. Like, I can read music, but not for guitar. And mm. uh, so, you know, th- this sounds a little more, um, like, closed in. It's not – it doesn't have much of an echo to it, and, you know, it's – it's really nice to play somewhere like a small area like this. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And drums instead of xylophone. Uh, I've just always liked to bang, I guess. Got it. Whoa. <laughs> Got it. As you will. Got it. Gotcha. Gotcha. She, she likes to use sticks to, uh, she likes to bang on. Sh- uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little snare in that. Right. Um, so, um, <laughs> so there's a couple things that are going on real in your, in your near future. So you have a CD, um, release party. Next weekend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
October 20th. It's going to be 8 p.m. at Eastern Michigan University's Student Center, and it's actually free to get in. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. And we're in the Student Center. Uh, it's in the actual uh, new auditorium. The new auditorium over there. Okay. And um, and free to get in. So the, the CD release party. So what happened? You know, what actually happens at a CD release party? Usually they're really expensive to get into, um, depending on you know you know the band and stuff, and it's usually like a whole night of like music and everything else. And but I mean we wanted to do it differently. We wanted people, you know, our friends and our fans, and you know, we wanted everybody to come, and we wanted to be all inclusive, so all ages. You know, um, it's our not parents gonna go. are going to be there, and our grandparents, and grandparents are going to be there, so it's so. PG. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So we just wanted we wanted to include everyone, and this venue really worked out, and also. Um, you know, Eastern Michigan University has been very supportive of us with a lot of stuff and have been, you know, inviting us to do a lot of different events uh, on campus. So that's Campus Life sponsoring us to play, which is really, really Excellent. Cool. Nice, nice. And, and then and people can see you tonight, too, right? Yes. We're going to be at um, at TC Speakeasy in, uh, in Ipsy. On, uh, it's like Michigan Avenue in Washington, right there on the corner. And uh, it's really cool. They're actually doing every Wednesday night, they're doing a lesbian night called She Bangs. Oh. And uh, yeah, so it's, we're, it's our first night playing there. Um, we actually went and hung out there a couple weeks ago, and it was really cool. And they got um, a really cool bartender and a really, really nice uh, uh, DJ. So it, we had a good time, and we were like, yeah, we'd definitely love to come and play. So we're going to go there tonight. We're going to play at 9 and then again at 1130. And that's at TC Speakeasy mm-hmm. in Ipsy. Yep. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. So. How about we hear one more song cool. to, to bring us out? What's this song called? It's called Song oh. for the Half-Hearted? Yes. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Excellent. And, how, and uh, Jess, so how did you get, get the inspiration for this song? Uh, this, you know what? I, I was on drums, actually, at the time. I was just messing around when I was back here, and I started doing this one thing or whatever, and uh, I didn't even know what the heck I was doing. And Jess was like, she was outside doing something, and she comes back, and she goes, dude, I know what you're trying to do. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just not doing anything. So she comes back inside, and she starts playing kind of what I had in my head, and she could tell by the two things that I was doing. Um, this song is probably a favorite of many. Um, it's awesome, and it just basically speaks the truth about a lot of things that were happening, basically, you know, mostly my life. But Jay and I have always been so in tune with th- with each other and things, and so if she were to write a song about, she wanted to write a song about something in her life, I'd understand, and I'd know where to, you know, I know what words to use. So she, um, the premise of the song came on a line that said, um, what is it? The bar down the street takes you miles and miles away from me. Mm. Um, I was kind of something with somebody at some time. And um, <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Yep. And uh, we just kind of wrote about that and what I felt. And, and Jade connected with me because she Excellent. was there the whole time. So so let's hear it. All right. So this is Song for the Half Hearted. You're listening uh, to Fallsways, Falls Way Downs on Closet Stuff for Clothes. Here we go. Seeps and creeping in my skin It's in my clothes and boy it shows And as I sit back I take it all And I still feel you testing my mouth Regrets I can do without Take your time to hurry up It makes me crazy My friends they talk about us in the present sense Putting my defense what they see It's no different from what you're telling me But see it's not always believing Girls like you don't sleep alone Long to rest my head at night Pity 
stab, strap, kill. Pilot K-9, you are cut off. Back. Return to base immediately. Ride music beam back to base. Stay out of that time, Black. All pilots, ride pan pipes back to base. <laughs>